Welcome to Randy Reviews Podcast. Um, this is Chapter 5 of The Mandalorian. My favorite series out now. Personally, uh, today we have uh, Chapter 5 is titled The Gunslinger. Um, it's We're going to talk for sure. I definitely had my frustrations with the episode, although I enjoyed it. But I'm starting to carry over some heavy frustration. The end gave me a little gleaming light of hope, but we'll get to that when we get to that. But um, opening scene was really cool with uh, uh, a bounty hunter chasing the Mandalorian on his tails, basically shooting at him. Great visual effects. And Mando really shows off that he is uh, a Class A pilot at the end of the day. Um, they have a nice little call back to the first episode where it says, I can either bring you in warm or cold or hot or cold, I forget. But And uh, Mando slickly outmaneuvers him, blows his uh, ship up and says, that's my line. Um, so instantly the Star Wars nerds will fan out, um, as you pan into the ship, which is hit multiple times by, uh, the the bounty hunter who was chasing the Mandalorian. Uh, so he needs to go somewhere to repair as he finds this brown planet. Looks like it was predominantly covered in sand, right? And every Star Wars geek is going to be hoping it's Tatooine. So as he floats down, Tatooine is known for its two moons, and as it, as it slows down, you see the two moons, you instantly have an idea that this is Tatooine, a very famous place um, in Star Wars lore, the cantina in specific. So, again, watch this episode with my nephews and my brother. And my nephews aren't privy to the Phantom Menace or the any of the prequels or any of the original trilogy. So when he lands, um, three robot droids um, <coughs> pop up, and it's the same ones from the Phantom Menace that um, helped the pod racers on Tatooine uh, in Phantom Menace Episode 1. And me and my brother instantly was like, oh, look, the droids. And we had like a little fanboy moment from our like 12-year-old selves, and our nephews are looking at us like, uh, what is the importance? But, you know, I tried putting them on to watching Phantom Menace but they they watched in and out but anyway um so that was the cool little scene we, we introduced to this uh mechanic lady who like all mechanics she's just looking to get the most money out of you you know she it's hard to find a mechanic who's gonna be straight up and just say yo you just need this and this is how much it is and this is the cheapest way to do it go about doing this no it's let me look for anything <clears throat> that's messed up on this plane so that I can uh really get as much money as I want so this the big it's it's beautiful world building this this show does a good job of going to different places and you get to really introduce the new characters and new places and different dynamics in this episode specifically you really get to see the state of um of Tatooine post uh the Empire's fall which is interesting because you know if you watch it in the original trilogies it's a bustling like uh you know very busy kind of like a new york feel where like mad people are there it's like the center of the universe mad people are there and now trading buying it's just in the phantom menace it's like that in the, the original trilogy it's like that but in this one it's different he goes into the canteen and he really see it's it's really dead it's really lackluster in there but um it's i like i like those little details like that when you really get to see how um the state of being post a dramatic thing you know the world you know america was not the same post 9 11 
uh, for a little bit and still necessarily isn't the same. Um, a, a, a giant situation pops off in real life and be based on that situation, um, the world left behind is a whole new one. Same thing with the canteen, same thing with Tatooine. Um, and it was a very interesting dynamic to see. So to continue with the theme of the uh, mechanic lady uh, trying to get the most money out of it, Little Yoda, and as these episodes go on, you start to see that Little Yoda might be a lot more uh, cognizant of what's going on around him than what we believe. He's not much of a actual baby in the sense that he's clueless. It, it seems to be that he's very um, conscious of things. So he comes out to the ship, the lady gets him, and she grabs him and is almost frightened to see that a child is left unattended to which like you know any person would do if you found like a baby in the car um but she instantly goes into the mind frame of well you know i babysitted him now i can use that as a reason to charge more as well she was an interesting character and um i, I love when star wars um gives us characters that are relatable to our real world star wars is very much fantasy it's in the universe with all these planets that we've never seen before with all these aliens and droids and robots and people but they do a good job of building up characters that parallel to real life individuals in this world we all know a mechanic that's shady that's trying to get us for a buck and every little thing they can they'll use to you know squeeze some money out of us it's hard to find a good mechanic so they give us that with this character um so the, the episode goes on i'm gonna get to the point the episode goes on and we meet this guy who we perceive as the gunslinger according to the chapter's episode's beginning and he's a young dude and it seems to be that he has money he's maybe he's like the dynamic of like the uh, rich kid who wants to be a little hood who wants to put himself in a little danger maybe been lived pacified by his parents protected by his parents so once he turns 18 he goes out and tries to like you know prove to the world that he's a man or that that kind of aspect is given by the character introduced he's basically like look i'm trying to get in the guild i'm trying to um, become a legendary bounty hunter i basically want to come out here and get some stain have people respect me and um i need your help mandalorian uh, they meet at the canteen by the way and he's basically saying like you know like if you help me catch this uh, assassin you know i'll give you the money and i'll take the 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 bounty so that i can get into the guild so again clearly he has money you know most most bounty hunters are bounty hunters by um by the love of money wanting to do it not for the fame not for the honor to be the best bounty hunter it is strictly to a means to an end um and this guy is the opposite he's doing it because he wants some type of uh he wants to fulfill some type of fantasy that he has in his head man the mando knows the assassin that is that the puck uh, shows and she's like this uh, great she's like this uh, chick who's like a top assassin like top mercenary um, very dangerous individual and he says like you know you're, you're you're wild and they gave you that puck because they want you dead she's not you're not going to kill her so you know Mando's in a situation where he needs money and um, the kid says look you can take all our money Mando is very good at reading a situation for his benefit in this situation and even though he may not agree with it or think it's the wisest idea but he'll do it just so that it can accomplish whatever personal goal he set so anyway they go through the, through this thing i don't want to give the details of individually what happened because again it was fun it was a cool little 
uh, episode, but it seems like these episodes are, are like side missions um, to a degree. The biggest um, thing looming is, you know, Baby Yoda, what race he is, who wants him, why they want him. And um, you definitely, in this episode, Yoda's left behind in, in the car, so he's not involved too much. So you go on the side mission for money, and like again, it's cool. They they meet the chick, they fight her. It goes down. She's like very, she's official. Like you know, she could take her down. There's a moment where she lets the the young man know that, you know, Mandalorian is way more uh, better of a bounty because the guild is like coming at him. So you should just let me go and take him. He ends up shooting and killing her, and uh, ends up going back and you know grabbing the lady and kind of using her as hostage. Mando sustains the situation and again it's a cool episode and i and maybe i have to get used to the idea that it's a bounty hunter and this is an adventure day by day episode thing obviously there's continuity within the story with the baby yoda and its backstory and a bigger picture to this but they're spending episodes just showing you in world building and i do enjoy that i love the fact that every episode is world building but this episode frustrated me um, up until the end. The end kind of added to the bigger storyline. And at the end, you see um, this figure with spurry boots on your, like the, the Texas walker, the, the, the sound of the boots knocking. Ch -ch -ch -ch. And he recovers. This person bends over to the body to look at it, and it'll show you who it is. And um, it's almost like a cliffhanger, like who else is out there? You know, obviously this guy is somebody that they want to hide his identity because if they show him, we'll know him. And the, the big thing on the internet is that it's Boba Fett. Like, that's the number one person people are pointing to. We have no idea if it is or not. And um, it'd be really cool if that's the case. And I, I, need, to, I need to be okay uh, with the fact that um, these episodes are going to be, like, side mission to a degree. So, you know, I'm frustrated. Like, they, I'm watching it, and I'm, of course it's cool, but it doesn't give me anything. I don't learn anything about Baby Yoda. I don't learn anything about who's chasing him or why. I don't I don't even learn anything about the Mando in specific. It's just a side mission gone wrong. The only thing that saving grace is, again, that figure at the end and watching him pop up and then learning that the all oh, there's context clues for it being Boba Fett, which is a dope situation like if you can bring Boba Fett or somebody who's wearing Boba Fett's uniform into the storyline and have that be the arch enemy because we we're missing an arch enemy we don't have us one specific bad guy he meets bad people and he deals with them accordingly episode by episode so um I want to know I love I love when concept clues are applied to the bigger picture tell a small story but give us something to chew when it comes to the main arc of the story maybe i'm missing something maybe i'm maybe i'm too thirsty for it but so far this has been the case so um yeah the episode was cool and this is probably gonna be the shortest one because i didn't like it that much if if that ends up being boba fett it's a really cool ending to it it'd have been dope if they showed him because then that'd have been like a real like all moment but they kept them in the shadows so we don't know exactly who it is so i can't put all my uh all my chips in the middle on that specific piece because the internet is saying it doesn't mean it's true so yeah the context of watching it was enjoyable and again i enjoy the world building but i was i was genuinely frustrated when it was over i was just like ugh 
because I have to, you have to wait a week, and then waiting that week is something that really uh, takes long. And that just shows how much I really am invested emotionally to the character in the show, and how much I enjoy it. But uh, I guess knowing that there's only eight episodes also does uh, something to me in that regard because it's like eight episodes. There's there shouldn't be filler. Right, and I felt this episode was filler. I felt like you could have established a mysterious character or shown a mysterious character this episode early, and had him really um, go back and forth with Mandalorian and set the set the stage for the first official villain or bad guy, and really have something to look forward to. So, um, you know, when you give me two filler last episode and this episode, you know, um, back to back, when I know there's eight, if it was. 15 episodes then i can respect the little side stories and the side notes because we got a long way to go 15 we're pacing it out your world building your character but when you have such a tight space of eight and i guess you learn um i don't even know what to take away from it when it comes to learning about the mandalorian i've learned a lot from the mandalorian with a lot of these episodes but this one just seemed a little senseless um it just seemed cool for cool sake and adventure for adventure's sake again 15 episodes i'm okay with this kind of episode and i'm cool with the mysterious person at the end when we got eight i expected maybe the first four to be building up and then the fat the last four to be like a continuous um development of the main arc of the story but again i'm this show's wildly successful so it going beyond the eight episodes into season two with maybe more episodes signed up for maybe eight turns into 15. So, you know, at this point, they, you're still world building and character creating and giving us um, more details and watching Mando as he creates and moves forward. But I'm not going to lie. This is not my favorite episode. Um, I guess I know too much. If I didn't know how many episodes it was... I, I'd probably be perfectly fine with it, but I do know how many episodes there is and, you know, how longer before the season finale comes up and things of that nature, and we're getting close to that spot. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my review. Uh, there's not much more I can really say besides me, this being the first one where I'm not that excited because uh, I personally didn't learn anything on a psychology level or, like, what he was doing in regards to, like, this young kid and nothing i didn't really pull from anything to be honest it was a cool story the fighting scenes were dope with the lady and the assassin and she would have been cool if she didn't die she got killed that would have been a great villain to have out there or somebody who um is being hunted just like the mandalorian and not necessarily join him but even be just another villain like you know maybe maybe the person the mysterious person at the end comes and she's not dead she's just really hurt and he like helps her up and maybe it's a tag team or something but we don't know that but uh as far as this isolated episode of rainy reviews podcast on chapter five the gunslinger and i still believe that the gunslinger is the last person at the end that they don't show you not the young kid because he was not a gunslinger he was not skilled he was way over his head he was ego driven and um he uh, had one point. Now, I will love if at the last episode, all these little side characters and people that were introduced to episode by episode within these side missions at the end pop up in some way where they're all in the same situation, whether helping or going against the Mandalorian in some way, shape, or form. That payoff, they are building a nice little build up to a really good payoff if they can bring in elements that make each episode um, 
makes sense in the grand scheme of things. But if we never see these characters again, or we never come across them, or something doesn't connect everything, we'll be a little disappointed. But there are some other ways you can go through as, as well. But I would really enjoy if you know we get to see this young kid in the future, last episode, or the you know uh, uh, the chick from episode four, Cardoon. Um, you know, if all these, like I said, all these new characters you're introduced to, whether good or bad, they somehow pop in towards the end. But this is not the best episode because of my feelings towards the episode. But we're going to have that. And the content is based on what I'm watching. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have an opposite perspective, hit me up. And if you really enjoyed this episode and you've seen something in a larger picture, let me know. I have no problem, you know. Uh, responding to that and maybe having you on for like a episode chapter 4.5 or 5.5 and it can be like a side episode where you give your perspective on whether you enjoy this episode for a specific reason that i missed and i have you on and we can extend the content that way but for now you're getting a very frustrated randy but for the most part enjoy your guys day and look forward to the next episode and hopefully we can build on the main arching storyline in episode 6. See you soon.